Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, what is up? It's me, Ewan, from What Culture Gaming, joined as ever by Joshy John Brown. Hello, Ewan. Hey, it's nice you said hi. To talk to you today about a little new thing that we've got brewing here, and we don't have a name for it right now, it's very nebulous. It's sort of like a comic book Wednesday video game thing, because comic books come out on Wednesdays. I'm a big comic book fan, and there happens to be literally dozens upon dozens of comic book video games that I've released over the past 40 years near enough. Um, so we thought we'd basically do a series where I and another co-host today, that co-host being Josh Brown, basically just go through a comic book video game of the week and do it that way. Doesn't that sound lovely, Josh? It does. It really does. And I think you've actually answered your question already, or at least solved your problem, Ewan. You mentioned brewing at the beginning of this. So I'm going to, I'm going to pause it. <laughs> what's, what's brewing, Ewan? Oh! What's brewing with Ewan? Oh my God. It a million dollar idea, I'd say. Uh, that's a billion actually, dollar we just need idea. to get the graphic design now, just me with a mug. It just, it's just <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, today we're actually going to talk about a fan favorite Spider-Man game that is near and dear to both our hearts. And I'm sure many of our viewers and listeners as well. And that is Neversoft's 2000 Spider-Man, the video game, which is... It's one of the one of those games that I didn't actually own. And this is the thing. I had a Dreamcast. I mean, all my life, my excuses for not playing games from the PS1, like, N64 era has always been, I had a Dreamcast. They didn't release anything on the Dreamcast. And then I literally, as I was researching this video, Josh, this, it did release on the Dreamcast, but I didn't get it. So <laughs> You've been my... robbed of the first-hand experience then, or at least Ex- owning the first-hand experience. Yeah, I never owned it, but I did go around to my friend's house to play it a lot, and it was really good. And I remember getting very excited, being like, oh, my God, that's Stan Lee. And then my, oh, oh, my God, that's Stan Lee. And then literally all my other friends being like, who's Stan Lee? And I'm just like, you don't know who Stan Lee is. And that was basically the entire conversations they used to have. Um, well... It's funny that you mentioned that because when I was a kid, obviously, I was like your friends, wasn't entirely sure who Stanley was. I knew he was the man from the films, but uh, I. You saw him in the episode of Spider Man the Animated Series when he. That's exactly it. Yeah, Yeah. it was Spider Man the Animated Series. It was being a voiceover in this, in that it was being a cameo in the very early Marvel movie. So to me, like Stanley's voice, as is the same with so many people around like the globe, like Stanley's voice is so tied to my childhood and my formative years i just can't get away from it because this was one of the first games i at least remember playing i know that hercules in the playstation one was the very (laughs) first game i played but this i at the very least was like you know one of the 
first five games I properly, properly got into and properly loved. So I used to play it, obviously, all the time. Unlocked all of the six skins that were in there. Oh, amazing. It more or less played it to death. And I managed, uh, fortunately, to go back and actually go through it. I think it was I think it was last year. It was in time for me playing the DLC on... Um, uh, the Insomniac Spider-Man yeah. Spider game, yeah. So I've actually played it quite recently. And you know what? It still holds up. It's still really charming and fun and good. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where I don't think people realize just how influential it was. Like, loads of people will talk about, you know, Spider-Man 2 as being the game that, like, perfected the Spider-Man gaming formula or whatever. But this one laid down so many different foundations. Like you said, the alternate unlockable costumes, they had them in. That was, like, a thing that was in literally all Spider-Man games after the, the actual idea of the game pooling all of Marvel's characters into one. You know, Daredevil appears in this, Captain America appears in this, Punisher appears in this. And then for the most part, pretty much every Spider-Man game afterwards has featured some sort of cameo from outside his immediate circle in the comics. And it's just one of those things where it really was such a passionate love letter to the comics and the 90s animated series as well. I completely yeah. missed this, Josh, but they actually took back loads of the, uh, the cast from the 90s show. So you had... Um, uh, Jennifer Hale reprising her role as Black Cat. You had Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., who voiced Alfred Pennyworth on Batman Animated Series. He voiced <laughs> Dr. Octopus in the 90s show and also in this game. And yeah, it's just it's it's one of those things where I look back at this, and obviously there were good comic book video games before this, you know, your Turtles in Times, your X-Men Arcades or whatever. But I do look at this one as being the the, the, the definitive watershed moment in terms of where superhero games finally got really good and not just good in terms of like you know they were competent but also in terms of they were at the forefront of the industry pushing forward different genres and different things and it, it's such a good important game and i feel as though the importance gets kind of understated when we talk about it yeah absolutely and i think you, you you're entirely spot on and i think it's partly because of what you said there you know this is a love letter not just to spider-man but the wider kind of marvel universe as a whole this was more or less one of my entry points into that wider kind of like superhero version. You know I mean, because you do have um, obviously the wider Spider-Man characters, but then you have people, like you said, outside of Spider-Man circle and they're all treated with, with respect. Obviously, like you said, they've got voices back from the animated series and stuff like that. And you can just feel in more or less every frame from the writing to the narration to the way it's presented like a comic book to even kind of like the transitions between scenes when mm. it does the, like the spider thing comes in and out. Like it is absolutely dripping with love uh, yeah. but also yeah it's it's a game that does kind of hold up and is influential in terms of mechanics and gameplay as well i was so surprised when i was researching it recently because i did a video on um spider-man's wall crawling where i went far too in depth and kind <laughs> did of you all go watch the video a little bit <laughs> yes yeah go watch it as on what culture gaming um I kind of forgot how it all it, it it had stealth sequences or at least mm. semi stealth sequences before that was kind of cool. You would, you expect this game to just be a brawler or something like yeah. that, but you have elements when you're going in utilizing Spider-Man's powers to get the drop on enemies, and that was so sick. I'll tell you why I remember the stealth sequences is because as a child I had a deep rooted fear of stealth sequences burned into my <laughs> brain from the Harry Potter movie video games where oh it was God. like you just you'd lost everything when you got caught in those, and it was the same with it was too much pressure. If I was brawl and someone i'd be like ah, i know what i'm doing but if you got caught that was it it was gone you made one mistake and it was it was bad agree agree like stressful times as a kid the mm. harry potter games chamber of secrets especially oh. are more or less neutralized from my own brain because that mm. is 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 home to so much childhood trauma <laughs> i don't know what it is about in spider-man especially as well i was scared and we might get into this um enter electro the sequel to this game yeah, we'll the lizard that. sequence in that 
was mm. I found incredibly terrifying. And there is there is some kind of menace to the character designs in this game, like the goons. I remember the scorpion chase especially being terrifying, and especially the um the new symbiotes, the kind of yes. well, they're they're just symbiotes without a host essentially. But I remember those being um incredibly scary for my yeah. six year old brain or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 good because it came out in two thousand, but it is essentially a nineties Spider Man game. Yep. You know, it has all the hallmarks of a nineties Spider Man story, whether it is the symbiotes, or whether it's you know the the voice cast coming back. It also had like a rejigged version of the sixties show theme. I want to say, um, I think it did, yeah. So, yeah, like again, it was one of those things where we talk about how good Rocksteady were in terms of pooling together all these different interpretations of Batman to create their own definitive experience. But NeverSoft were doing it back in two thousand with the engine for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which, again, <laughs> is kind of amazing to consider. And the other thing that I love about this game is it's the only Spider-Man game, as far as I'm aware, that's actually doing the web cartridges right. I love the idea mm -hmm. of actually showing them, and mechanically, I think, in you know, people will probably find them a little bit tedious if you were swinging through New York and you had the cliched. Obviously, in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, Spidey would have, like, once every two episodes, if you swing it around normally, just monologuing to himself in his really intense style, and it's go, ah, oh, my webbing, and then he'd like fall, and it'd be really <laughs> annoying as a kid. He's just like, oh my god, he's lost his webbing again. Just pack more, pack more. <laughs> but at the same time, you never I'm, have enough. Never yeah, have exactly. Enough. But if, if, if at the same time, if I'm playing a Spider-Man game, even if it was just a case of seeing him manually reload his web shooters to put like a cartridge in, that little detail would add something to it. And you know, the the actual. Um, the, Neversoft did that, and all the other studios have really kind of shirked away from it in a way. Yeah, it's, fun, it's funny you should mention it because that was an actually an element when I was playing it and when I was younger that I really didn't like. I yeah. just wanted the freedom to be able to swing to wherever, use as much webbing as possible. And as a result, I'd always swap to the symbiote suit so I could do that. But mm. like, I now have such an appreciation for that because like you said, not only is it a, is it a cool part of the character that's often kind of not done very well, but also it, it makes you actually think about the combat because you can only use web attacks so many uh, times before you run out or have to find more cartridges. It makes you think about which ones you're using. And I think like the webbing abilities in general, they get really well, even if they are quite daft. I don't know why I need web boxing gloves. I don't know how that <laughs> makes my fists harder, but I'm here I for it. I remember that, because we'll talk probably a topic for another time, but I know the Treyarch 2002 Spider-Man movie game had a lot of carryover from this one, and you had the web gloves, and I was like, eh? They're just wrapping them up. <laughs> Surely that's just giving them a little bit more of like a you know, like a cushion or whatever. Is, That's is it exactly like, it. Yeah. yeah. And I know Spider-Man pulls his punches, but you can't, yeah. you can't have both. You can't pull yeah. your punches and also... I suppose maybe the weapon's abrasive. Heavy? Maybe know. it's very heavy. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe. maybe it's the weight of the. Maybe it's like you you smashing them with a bunch of spidey weights. I don't know. Well, that's it. Like a, 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 an ability from other, other spidey games. Like you make like a mm. big hammer, don't you, and sort of like bring it down or something yeah, like that. Yeah, shattered dimensions. That's what he's doing with his yeah. fist and just sort of swinging it around. Yeah, like a get, battering ram. Like that's another point though, because all the web abilities in this game have been copied. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. To a relative, you know, extent in pretty much every single Spider-Man video game afterwards. And that's like, that's another thing that's really interesting. This is the thing that, again, this was Activision's first Spider-Man game. They had the license from 2000 with Marvel from 2000 to 2014. And I can't think, it's what, we're still living in that Activision-y Spider-Man era. Not to like take away anything from, you know, Insomniac's vision for, you know, the other years, Spider-Man game, I think it's the best combat video game ever and in so many different ways, you know, they've put so much of their own identity into that game. Um, but in terms of Spider-Man in the gaming medium, I think it's impossible to separate it from these Activision titles, especially this one, then also Spider-Man 2. Yeah, 100%. I mean, especially for people our age who definitely grew up with them. You know what I mean? Like you said, we've had 14 years with so many different games. It's not like a Spider-Man game came out every four years. It was like an annualized release for a long time. So we've had so many good ones, so many bad ones. And for a lot of people, this is the thing that kind of kicked it off. And considering how bad some of the releases got, this is such a kind of confident first step and you mentioned neversoft obviously the developers who had worked on the tony hawks pro skater series and it's easy to kind of say like that's a bit weird why is the skateboarding team doing spider-man but like you gotta remember those guys were like 
so so talented like those tony hawks games are so finely tuned so mechanically satisfying and that was brought over to spider-man and like you said it has kind of like set a lot of the foundations that so many spider-man games in those in that 14 year period built off of obviously a lot of them were way more technologically advanced but the general ideas and the general feel and the general flow of combat surprisingly remained the same you mentioned Mm. the uh the movie game there you're like yeah that is even though it's the movie adaptation, it's more or less a straight sequel to this game. I have so many happy memories of that movie game. It's ridiculous. I especially remember the Craven the Hunter segment stressing me out because I thought that that movie game was great. I really liked that movie game. Everyone was there, like, growing up, <laughs> like, oh, movie games are really bad. It's like, did you ever play Spider-Man 2002, the movie <laughs> video game? It was great. It's fantastic. I've still got it. It's really hard. Uh, you mentioned um, villains there, though, and I think mm-hmm. that's also part of what makes this um, initial run so, so, so great because you've got such a great rogues gallery. You've got, like, Rhino on there, Mysterio on there, Venom, obviously, as a reluctant um, hero and sidekick to Spider-Man. It was very funny going through this and actually looking at his motivation for regaining the symbiote. It's like, you ruined my pictures. That's like me like taking a selfie and like Spider-Man swinging by and photobombing it and me just going, now my life's mission is to kill (laughs) Spider-Man. I love how petty it is. Venom Venom in this game is so, so funny. There's a bit where he turns up on like a billboard and he's got Mary Jane and he's just kind of taking the mick out of um, Spider-Man, obviously, but like you mentioned, uh, like even though it came out in 2000, it's very much a kind of 90s Spider-Man thing. The amount of times Venom says the word dude across this game and makes dude jokes is ridiculous. It's not at all the scary version of the character. He's cracking wise. He's having a laugh. And when they team up, it's such a genuinely charming and genuinely funny game. Uh, And that's best kind of reflected in that dynamic. But I always remember there's a there's a post-credit scene where all of the villains are in jail. I'm pretty sure it's just the entirety of the Sinister Six and they're playing cards. And the banter between them is genuinely funny, even going back to playing it. I laugh probably more now than I did as a kid because it's so... For such a kind of not necessarily story-heavy game, it's yeah. it's well-written. It is so well-observed. Really like I'm going to look up who actually wrote it because I think that's a very yes. interesting point. Um, because, yeah, the story is fantastic. I, I put down in my notes that it was quite a, a Silver age game. And mm-hmm. in a way, that's, that's interesting. Because obviously, Sam Raimi was working on his Spider-Man film at that point, And that takes a lot from... You know, people talk about those films as being campy or cringy or whatever, and they completely miss the point because the whole point of those films is it's like a callback to the original Stanley, Steve Ditko, John Romita, whoever, comics from, from the 60s. And they, they kind of transplant that tone very well. And, you know, we did say that this is quite, you know... 90s-ish in a way but it also again it takes different interpretations and, and goes from there i actually can't find who wrote this um hmm. which is annoying if anyone knows who wrote spider-man 2002 the video game can you please tell me who it is because i want to know because it's a very good story <laughs> I, I think it's very fun it's very accessible for younger audiences yeah uh, and obviously in our nostalgia chasing world, it, it, it is amazing as well. But again, you played it the other year and you said it really holds up. So Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Like the, the kind of weird things they do as well. Like it does make sense for all of these um, villains to be working together because they would never ever like team up in this way. And yet it, it pulls it off in that kind of like, like you said, like that daft kind of silver age sort of way. And it builds to this climax with the symbiotes because 
I'm sure this is going to be a running theme every time we're on talking about Spider-Man games. It's always about the symbiotes, <laughs> but they do it well in here. Well, they do it well here. They do it in an interesting way, and they make for that absolute abomination that is Monster Ock right at the end of the game. Oh, which if yeah. we're talking about Nightmare Fuel from yeah. PlayStation One games, that absolute bad lad chasing you through the exploding underground lab. Horrible. I can't believe that I've just forgotten that the uh, Web of Shadows basically stole its symbiotization story yeah. from this as well. That's mad, and I think that game is quite underrated. But like, it, it, again, it's another example of how influential this title was. Obviously, the symbiote has taken over like a bunch of different characters in the comics before, but certainly in terms of you know the realm of video games, it was popularized here. And I was going to ask Josh because I never played the sequels. What did you did you play any of them? I did. I played um, Enter Electro um, mm -hmm. quite a lot, actually, when I was little. And it, to be honest, I think it gets a, a bad rap because I'm pretty sure it was a different developer. And you can sort of tell that the, the same charm that was pulsing throughout the veins of the first game isn't quite there. But mm. at the same time, it's still solid. I mean, it still uses the same gameplay um, kind of elements and it actually lets you build your own suit it lets you uh, choose one of one of the suits you can't alter it or customize it but you can mm. customize the powers so you can mm. swap different powers from different suits into one that you like which made kind of playing through the game again so so that's, satisfying that's something that's in spider-man 2018 as well that's something that they yes. do with the yeah, so yeah, again yeah. another example of kind of where this series was like really surprisingly influential one of my most requested features of any superhero video game, whether it's, well, specifically Batman and Spider-Man, really, is the ability to make your own suit and customize it from the ground up and design it. I think that would be amazing. Um, but I don't know if there's any kind of copyright issues you might have in terms of doing that. Injustice, God's yeah. among, uh, Injustice 2 did it very well. So if Injustice can do it, then why can't Spidey and Batman? That's a great example, actually. Yeah, that, that game did that so, so well. And it's, it's weird. I know we, we've talked about this so much. I remember in the run-up to... Um, Insomniac Spider-Man, you, you mentioned that. And it's such a, I think it's just such an open goal, especially when you've already had a version of it in yeah. this really old game to a to sequel to this really old game. Like there's so much scope there for, to personalize your Spider-Man. Like you already get that in the amount of like officially licensed suits and stuff, but being able to go in and properly tinker with it in an era where we've got so many military games where we can tinker with our soldiers and our weapons and stuff like that. Being able to create your own superhero suit from perhaps different parts or whatever with their own gadgets. Like I just want a game where I can spend five hours messing around with my web shooters. I just yes. want to make them as pristine and as elegant as possible. I'm trying to remember, I mean, Red Dead does that great thing where you bring up your gun and you customize it that way. And I think Crisis had a similar system where you bring up the gun and you'd all, all the yeah. attachments. It'd be great if you could do that. And then Spidey's got like a little soldering iron and he's just like messing with his web shooters or whatever. And like, I don't know, all sorts of different, kind of going on a massive tangent now, but I'd love a thing where like you could choose your own symbol, the color scheme, um, whether your web cartridges are on the outside or the inside or whatever. Um, but yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> honestly, like, if, if I had a game when we were younger that could let you change the shape or style of the, the like, the, the actual mm -hmm. spiders on the suit, like you mentioned there, I would have lost my mind at that because that used to be such a point of contention for a young <laughs> Spider-Man fan in, in yep. Josh. Um, I remember play, getting a bit too old, or at least what I thought was a bit too old to play this PlayStation 1 game when um, the movies came around and I wanted the Sam Raimi suit. I wanted the kind of the spikier spider on the back and stuff mm. like that, but I was never... Obviously, you couldn't change it in that way, but yeah, there is so much to pull from that a suit-building thing, like mm. I said, just seems like a no-brainer and something yeah. that would be so satisfying to see what other people could come up with. 
Well, I know we, we talked about how this game is very influential, but it seems as though this series still has a lot to teach us about newer Spider-Man games. So that's a pretty cool detail in and of itself. I think we'll probably wrap it up now because we're approaching uh, 20 minutes. But yeah, um, please let us know what you think of Neversoft Spider-Man game down in the comments below and also the other entries in that series. And then once you've done that, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And also to reach out to us and let us know what comic book video game you'd like us to talk about next. I've got all sorts of different ones in mind but if you have a particular favorite uh let us know and we'll do our best to cover it um remember you can find more stuff like this at whatculture.com forward slash gaming and you can follow me on twitter at you and runes things so you can follow josh on twitter at josh brune with two oars and we'll see you all next time bye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.